Hey, listener, before we begin, uh, I guess we have a content warning. Um, look, there's no sugarcoating this. In this episode, we're going to repeat the same sophomoric anatomical meme joke about 300 times. Uh, if if you're somewhere where you don't want to hear that or you're around children that you don't want repeating it for the next three weeks, just, just know that that's what's about to happen. Enjoy. This is Underunderstood. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello, Billy. Hey, Billy. So today, I have a new segment. I knew no. it was going to be a new segment. I'm so excited. <laughs> I do not share that excitement. <laughs> this segment is called Got Got or Not. <laughs> Got, got, got or not. Or not. So on got, got or not, if you have found something online that seems authentic, maybe it's a quote and you're not sure if it's properly attributed, or maybe it's a video and you suspect that maybe it has been deep faked, or maybe it's a photo that seems real, but it could have been generated by AI, like stable diffusion or mid-journey. Mm-hmm. On Got Got or Not, we will help you find out if what you're talking about is fake, if you got got, or if it's real, aka mm. not. You did not got got. <laughs> right. Got it? I, I got mm-hmm. got it. God. Great. Got got or not. So it's specifically about misinformation. Yeah. It's Is this thing authentic? Or is it not? Did I got God or not? So I actually, I think this segment is going to increasingly be a thing, you know, with generative AI and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But today on Got God or Not, we have something that seemingly predates all of the recent advancements in AI. Hmm. Something that takes us way back to a simpler time, 2013. Wow. I suppose that was a simpler time. Yeah. This comes from an email sent in by a listener. And (laughs) the subject line of the email is, and I apologize for this in advance. Did Daft Punk make a song called P is Stored in the Balls? (sighs) Really? I feel like you keep doing these like R-rated segments. What? It's not R-rated. Fine, but that's a PG-13, whatever. I mean... It's very PG-13. Whatever. I mean... It's like at the exact level of PG-13. I'm here for it. Yes, it is. It's also entertaining to a 13-year-old and John. And me. So this uh, (laughs) comes from a listener named Julian who wrote in saying, Hey guys, long-time listener, first-time caller, yada yada. They said yada yada. That's not me. Mm. I saw a video the other day, first on Instagram and then found a longer version on YouTube that presents itself as an, quote, unreleased demo, end quote, of a Daft Punk song called, you guessed it, P is stored in the balls. (laughs) The description of the video says it was recorded by Daft Punk, quote, sometime in 2012, end quote. Of course, I am skeptical that this is true, but it does sound exactly like the band. They go on to say, Then I went on Spotify and found that it's listed as a real song by Daft Punk. 
except it's grayed out slash unavailable. Oh. My question, did Daft Punk actually make this song? If not, who did? Thank you and love the show. Julian. I mean, I feel like if it's on Spotify, attributed to them, right? It would seem. I guess we should disclose that my day job, I work for Spotify. Yes. But I have no particular visibility into the music thing. Yes. Especially not into Daft Punk. And I guess I should disclose that my pee is, in fact, stored in my balls. Oh, Oh, no. Please don't. I think we should also acknowledge that this is... This is a meme, right? Yes. Wait, what? P is stored in the balls is a meme? Yes, it is. It's a very prominent internet meme. I don't know anything else than that because I don't participate in meme culture, but... <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> wow. Um, yes, well, we'll, I can't believe we're going to do this. We will explore that a bit in depth in a moment. Oh. But I think first I should probably play this song for you because Julian links to it. I, I'm, should we guess what it's going to say? I'm guessing vocoders repeatedly saying P is stored in the balls. I'm also going to throw it out there that I don't think there's any way that this is a real Daft Punk song. <laughs> I think, I mean, that would be my instinct as well. <laughs> Here we go. P is stored in the balls, in the balls. P is stored in the balls. This is how I feel. It's like you could fake this easily. P is stored in the balls, in the balls. P is stored. I'm, wait, I'm confused about this. Is this all? Is this it? Let me skip out of here a little bit. I'm confused about the thing in YouTube here that shows that viewership increases kind of like on a slope towards the end of the song. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is it botted or something? <laughs> Let me keep playing here a little bit. Okay, you get the idea. It's great. This also, so this this upload, this unofficial upload from Lone Little Jerry, mm-hmm. they've they've the image is I guess the cover of Random Access Memories, the Daft Punk album. Yes. And Lone Little Jerry only has one point six eight thousand subscribers. So what is that? A sixteen yes. seventeen hundred subscribers, but the video has almost two million views. Yeah, so this is, yeah, it's presented like it's a track off of Random Access Memories, the Daft Punk album. And we'll get back to all of that in a moment. Um, But Adrian, to your point, we should probably provide a little bit of background context for the phrase, P is stored in the balls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Listen, we all decided we wanted to do a weekly show. (laughs) We We didn't know what would result from that. I'm here to tell you the result is... It was a mistake. P is stored in the balls. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a mistake. And also, we're, we are now talking about P is stored in the balls. Uh-huh. So I'll just read you a little bit from the Know Your Meme article for P is stored in the balls. P is stored in the balls is a satirical factoid falsely claiming that men hold urine within their testicles. Online, the phrase is typically used as a humorous caption in various image macros. <clears throat> and then it has uh, a section for origin and a section for spread here. And origin, it says, <laughs> April 5th, 2012, Twitter user rad underscore milk posted a tweet saying, apparently there's no such thing as a bladder and pee is stored in the balls. 
But then it says spread, under spread, it says, on December 4th, 2013, Twitter user J underscore M underscore Cook tweeted the question, is pee stored in the balls? And then it says, the following day, the tweet was included in an article titled, what's the deal with boners on the women's interest site, Cosmopolitan. They re- <laughs> I, it's, uh, I'm sorry, um- I guess I should include that, uh, oh, the original tweet had hashtag boner questions. I don't know if this was a thing Cosmopolitan was doing. They're fielding questions about boners. Uh, anyway, that's... What year was this? Twi- when? Twi- this was December 4th, <laughs> 2013. Oh, wait. Okay. okay. So wait, this whole thing was started by Cosmo asking, tweet your boner questions? I, th- I think and somebody so. somebody tweeted this question? Incredible. Incredible. I think so. Yeah, it's a real butterfly effect situation. <laughs> <laughs> but the next day... December 5th, 2013, model Chrissy Teigen tweeted the question. Oh my God. Is pee stored in the balls? I'm reading from the Know Your Meme article here, um, which gathered upwards of 5,000 likes and 2,400 retweets over the next four years. So, and then it goes on to explain various ways that this meme has evolved where it's been used, but it does not mention a Daft Punk song. Again, it's it cites the spread as around early December 2013 and Random Access Memories, the album this is presented as being on, came out in May of 2013. So prior to that. So that would mean in some sense that maybe they weren't the first, but Daft Punk was sort of on the bleeding edge of pee in the balls. Right? Can I tell you... Please never say bleeding edge <laughs> and pee and balls. Sorry. I just mean they were before Chrissy Teigen, which mm. is big. Right. I, I have never finished uh, that album because uh, I was listening to it for the first time on the flight in which I got sick and passed out. And I haven't been able to like hear that, hear the album without feeling sick since then. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad sorry, you didn't John. pass out. Is that the test of whether a song is by Daft Punk? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if it makes John pass out. (laughs) If it unearths deep, deeply seated trauma for John. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate because this was a huge album and we should... I know! (laughs) We should emphasize how big Daft Punk was at the time and how big this album was. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 when it came out. And before it came out, there was a lot of hype, and there were, in fact, leaks. Uh, Some of them are fake leaks that have been confirmed to be fake. But also, the full album did leak ahead of time. Oh, that's right. I kind of remember this. Yeah, here's an article from The Verge when it leaked. Uh, This is May 13, 2013. So this is four days before it came out. A copy of Random Access Memories has leaked onto the internet after over a month of hype surrounding Daft Punk's first proper studio album since 2005. Columbia Records has been slowly revealing details about the record. It released the single Get Lucky last month, and it's been publishing interviews with some of the album's high-profile collaborators, setting up one of the most hyped album launches in recent memory. The single, and now the album, made it online before the label intended, which is not at all uncommon for the music industry. Get Lucky broke Spotify's streaming records 
and it shot to the top of the iTunes charts upon release. I mean, I would say it was like undoubtedly the song of the summer of that year before the summer had even started. Mm-hmm. The copy of the album released on the internet today is both illegal and low quality. <laughs> okay, <laughs> rude. Rude Dante, who wrote this, uh, goes on. But it appears to be authentic. Random Access Memories is set for official release on May 21st. And then they they wrote an update about, oh, they actually put it on iTunes now. So I think it might, it might have come out earlier than I expected. Anyway, I actually remember being at The Verge when this happened. I yeah, thought, me too. Okay, John, I thought you were in the room with me because my memory is I was in Josh Topolsky's office and <laughs> trying to get something like, trying to get him to watch a cut of something or trying to get him to approve <laughs> something or something like that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, wait. Oh, what? Daft Punk albums, like Def, the Daft Punk album leaked. And he's like, oh, I got to pull it up. And then we proceeded to sit there in his office <laughs> while he played it over his like little tinny MacBook Air speakers, <laughs> trying to discern whether it was authentic or not. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> just, that's something that stuck with me. So I'm very familiar with uh, the hype around this album, how it leaked, all that stuff. Um, I don't know if my video that I was trying to get approval on ever got approved. <laughs> but to answer our listeners' question, let's go back to that track that they linked to. There is a fairly long description under the video. Does someone want to read that? This unreleased demo track from Daft Punk, recorded and produced sometime in 2012, was first uncovered by Randy Goff, a.k.a. Home Resonance, in 2018. He was only able to retrieve a 27-second clip of it, however, leading many to believe that was all that the duo had done to work on it. Now, though, we have what is believed to actually be the full song, or at least the final draft of the song, before Daft Punk dropped it. And it's not hard to see why they did. (laughs) Though it's obvious when it was produced, the song ultimately didn't fit with the aesthetic and style of Random Access Memories, the album they were working on at the time, and would release only a year later. Perhaps if it were conceived earlier in their career, it would fit in better with the rest of their catalog. But alas, it was not so. And then there's a link to a wave download on Google Drive. Yes. And then they also have a pinned comment. You can still download it, John. You better download it. Just make sure you never lose this. Because if you <laughs> if you go through the comments, there's a lot of back and forth between people insisting it's real and then also people being like, what are you talking about? This isn't real. <laughs> and there's a pinned comment by the uploader. Do you all see that? Uh, yes. It says, oh, the pinned comment is from the uploader, Loaned little, Lone Little Jerry. To anyone asking if this is real or fake, I don't understand how this is even a question, but yes, this song called P is Stored in the Balls is very, very real and not at all a parody. Randy Goff, a.k.a. Home, a.k.a. Home, Resonance, found this very real recording. More info on its origins can be found in the description, including a way of download. Edit. It looks like someone found another very real uncovered recording of this song, which sounds fantastic. Check them out. And then links to another YouTube video. I'll play that one now. So this one has a record, like a video of a record spinning. (laughs) It's much longer. It's like a remix. Oh, and then another 
another another edit, another person found another version. Check theirs out with another YouTube uh, link. And I'll play a little bit of that as well. But does this one claim to be official? Like it says alternate mix. You get the idea. It's great. <laughs> what do they mean this person found yeah. this leaked? Like you don't just find a leak. You have to be involved in the leaking of it. <laughs> Of the song. Yeah. Well, okay, my other question is, is the is the loop from another real Daft Punk song? Mm. Oh, like the instrumental? Uh-huh. No, it's not. It's, okay. uh, I mean, it. no. It, uh, <laughs> as far as I can tell. So, I want to focus on one particular detail in, the, in, the, in both of the descriptions you read from that, that first video. It said that this was, quote, first uncovered by Randy Goff, a.k.a. Home Resonance. Home-resonance. Yeah, I don't know what that is. is. I assume it's a person. It's a person and also a uh, music artist. Mm-hmm. Randy Goff is known as Home. Uh, that's their name as a musician. And their most popular song is one called Resonance. It's possible you all have heard this somewhere, even though you say you're not familiar. Um, for example, let me pull up this. I'll pull up a YouTube link here. This is just a upload from some. This is an upload from user Electronic Gems, and this upload has 100 million views on YouTube. This upload alone. A hundred million. A hundred million. That's a lot of what? views. evoking anything for any of you? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Should it? I mean, no. So yeah, that has a hundred million views just on that. And that doesn't even come close to representing how much this song is listened to because the views of it are spread out over like a ton of different uploads by random users. Um, there's a 10-hour version of it that has 2.6 million views. There is a slowed and reverb version of it that has 3.6 million views. Uh, Here's another 432 hertz slowed and reverb version that has 3.5 million views. Nice. Um, (laughs) And this isn't even beginning to scratch the surface. I mean, you can keep going through YouTube and keep finding like different versions or even the same version of this, which is like millions of views. I feel stupid for not knowing this song now. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Well, it's even, well, luckily for you, there's even a video called The Nostalgia of Home's Resonance Explained. Ah, thank God. This is from Mr. Amazing on YouTube. When I play this song, Resonance by Home, chances are you're feeling one of two things. One, an introductory experience with the song because you've never heard it. Or two, a longing for a deep purple 80s utopia surrounded by neon... We got a whole 12-minute essay explainer. They break down the music. The music theory behind this song is pretty simple, because there's actually only three simple chords that make up the entirety of the song. An A-flat, an E-flat, and a B-flat. This has 2.3 million views. Just this. So, again, that's just on YouTube. You can find similar uploads and iterations of it on places like SoundCloud with millions of views each. 
um, the official version of the track, Resonance, on Holmes, the artist Holmes, verified artist page on Spotify, has nearly 173 million listens. And as an artist, they have over 2,500,000 monthly listeners, which is a lot. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel like unhip now. Yeah, me too. Yep, yep. I yep. mean, I did already, but... <laughs> well, they're not like a mainstream artist. I know, but that's why that's it's, why it's not hip. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for comparison, exactly. the Beatles have 28.7 million monthly listeners. So this is like a tenth of that. But of course, there are four Beatles, right? So so you divide that by four. <laughs> yeah, you're getting close to half a Beatle. Yeah. So that's all to say Home makes music that is very popular, very beloved on the internet, uh, if you weren't familiar so the question would be, why is it being suggested that this artist, who is celebrated in their own right, listened to by at least millions of people across the world, why is it being suggested that they would leak this song? Mm-hmm. And how did they get access to it in the first place? Uh-huh. Yeah. I like the idea that this was some kind of underground like thing being circulated by Daft Punk to their friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Randy, the person who makes music under the name Home, is on Twitter, verified on Twitter, legacy verified, back when a blue check meant something. Right, yeah. So I started searching through their interactions with people on Twitter to see if this has come up. So I typed into the search box at R-N-D-Y-G-F-F-E, which is their handle, uh, at Randy Goff, P-Balls. <laughs> I figured that would cover my bases. Uh-huh. And... This has come up on Twitter. Hmm. On May 28th, 2021, Randy tweeted, I had a bad dream that Daft Punk's lawyers came to my apartment to sue me over a joke song from 2018. Oh. I'm being haunted by my mistakes. <laughs> it's a long oh. con. Maybe. And then someone responded to that saying, are you responsible for pee is stored in the balls? Because in the last week alone, I've seen like three different videos advertised to me of randoms remixing that. And Randy responded, I deeply regret it. And I would have made the voice say something funnier had I had more time to work on it. Wait, okay, hang on. A full confession. I like the implication that like the machine was not powerful enough to quickly make it say something other than P is for balls. (laughs) Right, like that's just, that's a default preset. That's that's the best I could make it do at that moment. If I had spent a little more time, we could have figured out how to make it say some other words. Yeah, you just cough into a vocoder and it says P is for the balls. It was actually just a weird fluke. I don't know. (laughs) That's electronics. Yeah. Uh, And then on June 11th, 2021 someone tweeted at randy and said what are the remix permissions for p is stored in the balls (laughs) asking for a friend and randy responded people can do whatever they want with it i'm trying to pretend i didn't make it oh my god (laughs) so it's known if you know you know and this person responds of course you didn't but as the finder of the lost tapes i'm sure you have some opinions on the matter Thank uh-huh. you for replying. I will use this knowledge for evil. So this does imply that maybe there's like a little bit of a, you know, it's like, uh, listen, we're all we're all in on this. We're not we're not breaking the secret here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that all sounds plausible, but it's not the most definitive answer. We're still missing the details of what actually happened, like how we got here, and it doesn't 
answer all of Julian's questions. Like, for example, Julian mentions that they found the track on Spotify, but it was grayed out. So first I tried searching for the song on Spotify on my phone. I just typed in P is stored in the, and then there are some things that come up. There's a podcast called Daft Punk P is stored in the balls uh, that, that comes up. <laughs> the whole podcast. Uh, it's a three minute that? podcast though. I think it's oh. just the track. It's just like a way of getting the track in there. But that's clearly like, that's not a, clearly not an official upload, but even just P is stored in the random access memories. The album comes up as the fourth result in the search. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I finished the thought. I added balls to the end as God did when he was finishing the thought of man. Jesus Christ. And when you do that, Daft Punk, the artist shows up somewhere down the list, like maybe like it's like sixth or seventh for me. And right above that is a playlist titled P is stored in the balls, unreleased demo. And if you click into that, you'll see what Julian is talking about, which is a track titled P is stored in the balls listed as if it's by Daft Punk. The artist name under it is Daft Punk but it's grayed out. You can't play it. And that's the only thing on this playlist. Mm -hmm. So this didn't seem authentic to me, but it is peculiar. Uh, but also I didn't totally understand like what the deal with this is, like how exactly that happens. I get the playlist thing, but like how do you get the track on there? Where does that come from? And in search of an answer, I landed on a Reddit thread where someone was actually trying to figure out the exact question our listener emailed us about. Is this song authentic or not? And there was actually a little bit of debate going on back and forth in this thread. <laughs> Robert Rules the First said, OMFG, you cannot be serious. And then someone named the best 3805 said, it did get a copyright claim, so I'd assume it's real. And then... Elsewhere in the thread, someone says, It's a joke, but I like to think it's real. It was produced by someone named Home, I believe. But then someone responds to that and says that, No, but this song is on Spotify. And it says it was removed. And they say, The song also had the actual Daft Punk Spotify account as the artist. This is the only playlist with this song that I could find. And they link to the playlist. And WT. 264 responds, it's fake. Why would it be called unreleased demo if it had been released? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> RP Devils replies, it wasn't exactly released because it was removed on Spotify, but I don't know. And WT264 responds, for it to be public on Spotify and in a playlist, it would have had to have been released at some point. I bet someone created a fake Daft Punk artist account released the song, and then got it taken down due to copyright violation. But then someone responds and says, no, I don't think so. You can add your own songs to your playlist and then make that playlist public. And they link to another playlist that someone else made where you can see songs that they added that aren't available to stream, but it still lists them there grayed out uh -huh. because they are on this playlist that someone shared, even though they're only available to that original user. Uh-huh. So this holds true from what I can tell. What this person is saying is that on Spotify, there's a feature where local music you have, say it's like from your old iTunes library or it's just random MP3s you have, you can 
pull those into Spotify and listen to them with Spotify. And you can sync them between your devices and you can put them on playlists. And what this person is saying is if you put one of those local files onto a playlist and then you share that playlist publicly, that song with the metadata that you had in there for it will be listed on the playlist, but no one will be able to play that song. Only you locally will be able to play that song. So other users will see it, but it'll be grayed out. And they won't be able to search for it, right? I No, I don't think they'll be able to search for it. But in this case, the song title was also the title of the playlist. And that playlist only mm. contained this song. So oh, it was a way of pulling people into finding, mm-hmm. oh, like it looks like this was a song <laughs> and it's been pulled uh-huh. from Spotify. But really, I think it's just someone and those who... people got got. Yeah. I was just going to say that already we've been got, we've, we've got got. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of got, got getting on. So this totally holds true as far as I can tell. But then what's really interesting is that someone else in response to the original question in this thread about whether the song is real or not says the actual proof is this. And then they link to a thread from June, 2018 from Randy Goff, AKA home. This is a post in the Daft Punk subreddit. I'll share it with you here. It says, After eight years, I've managed to figure out what vocoder is responsible for the robot voice, in quotes. Yes. And this was posted five years ago. Yes. 2018. June of 2018. So it says, hey, r slash Daft Punk, my name is Randy Goff, and I make music professionally under the alias Home. I've been a huge Daft Punk fan for almost a decade, and I consider Discovery to be one of the records that inspired and convinced me that I could make electronic music myself. Since I started making music, one of my favorite exercises that I do to practice production techniques is to try and replicate sounds from music I listen to. And over the years, I've had a lot of fun doing it, but since the very beginning, there's one sound that, up until recently, I could not come close to replicating. The Daft Punk vocoder sound. So then they go on to outline all of these different... I mean, I mean, this is a really long post. They go into... This is very thorough, yeah. Very thorough detail. They're trying to figure out exactly what Daft Punk uses. Yeah, how to get the exact sound. Yeah, so they had been going really deep on this. They had been digging into what other people were saying and trying to replicate different things, but they were never able to get it quite right. And then they say, fast forward to earlier this month, I'm doing my usual 3 a.m. thing of listening to vintage synthesizer demos on YouTube when suddenly a video comparing vocoders shows up in the YouTube autoplay. The video goes on for about four seconds before I hear a sound that blows my goddamned mind. Vocoder, vocoder. Okay, definitely not. So that we're last seeing one. the names of specific vocoders go by as these things are happening. <laughs> yeah, and Randy says, "My immediate thought is this has to be it. It has this throaty, growling characteristic that none of the other ones in the demonstration have." Basically, they proceed to try to purchase one and they're uh, struggling to find one. They get one that doesn't power on properly. They order another one. Um, 
and they say they're stressing over the shipper not providing tracking information. But four days later, it shows up at their apartment and they start to connect it all. I gently place the box on top of my recording interface and begin to connect all of the necessary equipment. Shore SM57 for the microphone, Moog Grandmother for the carrier signal. I load up a project in my DAW that I'd been preparing for the last week or so, but I'm not exactly sure what to sing first. Mm-hmm. I ask my roommate. It's awful, but it's as good as anything I can think of. I do a couple of takes and record, and I get this. And they link to Dropbox, a link on Dropbox of a file, an MP3 on Dropbox, which is still up. Wow. You can still access. And here is that link. There it is. There, very much I'm, it. I'm so I'm more than satisfied. That is that is quite satisfying. Yeah. I do want to say what this person tweeted was I wish I had had more time to come up with something funnier. It sounds yeah. like they had a lot of time. They were just anxious to use the vocoder that came in the Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, right. They didn't have a lot of time because they desperately needed to try this vocoder. Yeah, they started needed to start vocoding. The Daft Punk sound. And yeah, I think you could argue they did it well enough that they fooled a lot of people on the internet. It's the beat, too. It, it really is perfect. It's great. Because they go on to say, <laughs> repulsive, but it works. <laughs> And it doesn't sound half bad. I tried to pass it off as a leaked demo track on Tumblr as a joke. Aha. And it got 12,000 notes. Tumblr. Oh, my God. (laughs) Some very gullible people were confused. Oh, my God. And then they go into their further testing of it. But it seems like that is the true origin of this on the Internet. And I found the Tumblr post. Okay, I was just searching for it. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) great it's still up on randy's uh, official tumblr oh my gosh the internet is written in ink which randy still posts to regularly just posted to today it's so fun that randy is like i regret doing this but also hasn't made even the slightest attempt to remove it from the internet (laughs) i passively regret doing this yeah oh this is a great looking tumblr yeah it's an amazing looking tumblr uh date posted What's the what's the address of this Tumblr? The, what's the name of this Tumblr? It seems to be Slime Tony. Slime to N... Oh, Slime Tony, yeah. <laughs> slime, slime to Tony. NY. I was going to say Slime Sliming to NY. toward NY. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe move to NY. Um, yeah, SlimeTony.com is their Tumblr. And this was posted on June 21st, 2018. It says, Managed to find this on a hard drive at A&M Records. The session file is dated 2012, so I imagine this was made halfway through the recording process once they honed in on the sound of the record. (laughs) (laughs) And this now has almost 43,000 notes. Uh, And And the tags are tag hash music, hash original. Yes. (laughs) Um, And, you know, this is, in fact, the song. I don't have to play it again, but... (laughs) but what's even more interesting here is I think that there's something unique to Holmes music 
that led to it to be able to persist as this like viral sort of in joke, but also a lot of people genuinely being confused and to, to last, you know, all of these years later, you know, nearly five years later, people are still confused about this. People are emailing us about this. (laughs) And I think it has to do with how home shares their music online and what they allow people to do with it. Hmm. So on November 23rd, 2022, Randy tweeted, if you're a YouTuber who uses my music in your videos and have received a copyright claim from The Orchard at Orchard Tweets, please let me know and DM me a screenshot of the claim. Mm. They don't have the rights to my music and these claims are not valid. What? And then someone responds, just for clarification, is your music still free to use in YouTube videos? And Randy responds, all of my music that currently exists, official releases, and all the weird unfinished stuff that is floating around is free to use and will always remain free to use. Including pee is stored in the balls. Well. <laughs> so we're good. They say including all the weird unfinished stuff that is floating around, which would include pee is stored in the balls. We can play this song from beginning to end. <laughs> so Randy's most popular album you could find on the internet archive Odyssey. This is the album that has that song resonance, which is hugely popular and like keeps resurfacing, like keeps re keeps becoming viral again on different platforms like YouTube, SoundCloud, TikTok, whatever. That whole album was released under a creative commons license attribution, non-commercial 3.0 to be specific. So anyone can use it as long as they give credit and they aren't using it for commercial purposes. Which technically that upload that our listener sent us is giving credit to Randy just in a sure. slightly obscured way. You know, it's like this was originally found by home. But that seems to be their general attitude towards music. They want normal internet users to be able to use it in whatever context they see fit without having to worry about copyright strikes or any of that. Which I think is amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. We could just make the P is stored in the balls song our theme song. <laughs> that's true we did do a, a balls episode for it's, our true. second episode three years ago <laughs> anyway yeah randy seems to want normal internet users to be able to use their music in whatever context they see fit without having to worry about copyright claims or anything like that which i think is amazing and is also perhaps a contributing factor for why this fake leak is so persistent mm-hmm It sounds like a professionally recorded song, like not just a shitpost. And it turns out it actually was a shitpost, but by a professional (laughs) musician. Right. And a popular one at that. Yeah. But not a musician who is litigious about taking down unauthorized uses of their music. Right. So it was the perfect, it was the perfect recipe for this to just be able to be a persistent meme, a persistent like joke factoid that could live on uh, and seemingly never die. I don't know. We'll see if in 20 years people are still confused about whether Daft Punk recorded Pia stored in the balls or not. Do you think Daft Punk has heard this? This podcast? No. (laughs) Sorry. Certainly not. I feel like they had to have at this point. It's huge. It seems like it was pretty big. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird that they wouldn't want to dispel it. Maybe they were like, oh, this is cool. Let's take credit. (laughs) Maybe this is why they broke up. 
<laughs> they're constantly bickering about this and it tore them apart. Or, or like they were like, oh, we have to break up. We'll never make anything as good as the fake death. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good theory. <laughs> so did Julian got got or not? Yeah. Uh, well, did Julian think uh, Daft Punk really did the song? Julian got got. Julian got got. I thought Julian asked it neutrally. No, Julian got mm. got. Julian yeah. believed it was sorry. It yeah. was possible that Daft Punk made this song. Okay, sorry, Julian. You got got. <laughs> I think by ha- having to ask the question, if it's if it's fake, you got got. No, you can't. No, no, no. That's a you can't say just for asking the question. <laughs> you can you can take issue with the phrasing of the question, but you can't shame them for asking a question. I just mean that by landing on it, they got they they fell into the trap. They got got. Hmm. Asking the question is the first step to getting ungod. Exactly. There's no shame in getting got. <laughs> I disagree that you get got just by asking the question. What's but... the opposite uh, of getting okay. got? Forget it. I'll never. What is <laughs> not what about the person who says everything is fake? It's got got or not. The opposite is not. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite is not. You're not got. But what if you're wrong? What if there? What if there were a real leaked Daft Punk song and you said, "No, nah, that's fake." Under Understood is Billy Disney, Regina DeLay, John Lagomarsino, and me, Adrian Jeffries. Our editor is Ryan Manning. If you have a question the internet can't answer, leave us a voicemail. 212-994-4882. You can also send us an email at hello at underunderstood.com. We have a website, underunderstood.com. We're on Mastodon. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we have a subreddit. And if you join our Patreon, you can hang out in Discord. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you.